0: for Seville 107.5 and 1260 WCHV. Welcome to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host for the next 30 minutes as we have a conversation about faith and how to integrate our faith into all the areas of our lives. On this program, we share testimonies and faith journeys intended to encourage you if you're already a believer and challenge you a little bit if you're still skeptical about faith. Because the Bible says faith comes by hearing, and hearing from the Word of God. So that's what we do on this show. We share the Word, and we pray that God will open up your hearts to receive it today and bless you mightily. We like to start the program with a scripture reading. Today's scripture readings from the New Testament. It's from the book of Hebrews, which I'm reading right now, and this is from chapter 4. This is from the Passion Translation. goes like this. So then, we must cling in faith to all we know to be true, for we have a magnificent king-priest, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who rose into the heavenly realm for us and now sympathizes with us in our frailty. He understands humanity, for as a man, our magnificent king-priest was tempted in every way, just as we are, and conquered sin." so now we come freely and boldly to where love is enthroned to receive mercy's kiss and discover the grace we urgently need to strengthen us in our times of weakness. Again, that's from the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verses 14 to 16. Thank you again for joining us on the program. I want to remind you that we also have all our podcasts loaded on iTunes. We also have a website. It's everydayfaithradio.com. Thanks again for tuning in to Everyday Faith Radio. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with today's guest. Please stay with us.
1: Do you love Charlottesville restaurants? Then do not miss out on this, the Charlottesville 29 Restaurant Auctions. Our area's top restaurants have each created a once in a lifetime experience for the highest bidder, all to help the hungry. Is public fish and oyster your favorite? There you can have the lobster bake of your dreams. Or maybe it's Maya for their first ever tailgate party. With Beer Run, you can create your own Charlottesville beer. At CNO you can have a celebration dinner for 30 guests. And at Dooner's, a holiday party for 50. Lampo will even come to your house and build you a pizza oven. Plus, there's a raffle for an entire year of Bodo's. To win these and many more, visit charlottesville29.com. Every dollar goes directly to the Blue Ridge area food bank, which means you can have the meal of a lifetime while providing thousands more to the areas hungry. Again, charlottesville29.com. That's charlottesville29.com. Join our restaurants in the fight against hunger.
0: And then you're out of desperation Do you're not the only one
2: Prayin' Lord above, I need
0: a miracle And Welcome to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. With us on the program today, we have everyone's favorite teacher at the Covenant School. Caroline Wilkie is with us. Caroline, I can't remember what grade you're teaching now.
2: I'm in third grade.
0: Third grade? <laughs> yeah. And have you always been third grade?
2: Um, I was first grade for three years, and then I've been third grade for the last three years. So this will be my fourth year in third grade coming up.
0: And this will be your seventh year mm-hmm. teaching? Yep. Wow. Seventh
2: year. Yep. Right out
0: of UVA. Yep. From the Curry School of Education to the Covenant School.
2: Yep. Way I to, knew it was home as way, soon as I walked in.
0: Way to go. Well, I know somebody at the Covenant School. <laughs> My wife, Dr. Mo Gaffney, is the principal. Caroline Wilkie is a star player. Uh, they have a lot of talent at the Covenant School. Caroline, thanks for being on the show. Uh, we'd like to start the program with, um, with your faith journey. And so if you could maybe share with our listeners how you came to faith, and then I'll have probably a good 10 questions for you, but I'd love to hear your faith journey.
2: Thanks for for having me on the show today. It's an honor. Um, So my faith journey started, I would say, when I was born. Um, Mm -hmm. My mom and dad are believers, and instantly started going to the Methodist church where they attended um, in college. They went to William and Mary, so I grew up in Williamsburg. Um, and I unfortunately, um, when I was in kindergarten, experienced the loss of my mom um, and had kind of a rough time growing up in a household with just a father um, and an older sister who is a lot older than me. Um, So I was very fortunate to be blessed to go to a um, private school, Walsingham Academy, awesome school. Um, So it's there where I really learned um, to kind of find comfort and find home and a place to just be myself with God um, I looked I craved religion class loved loved learning the Bible Loved the Gospels um, was excited to learn the commandments and the Beatitudes um, and just really fell into school and in my teachers and it was there that I was inspired to um, be a teacher myself so mm-hmm. um, and then I knew in high school I think it was my theology teacher called me her theology superstar and um, I knew that right then that I wanted to major in religious studies and continue my path um, with learning about everything I could that was centered around God in college and eventually I would ho- hope that would lead me to a school to teach at that was similar to to Walsingham mm. so um, and I was confirmed and baptized at my church around age 13 and loved every part of the people and things that I got to do along along that path. So, yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> let me ask you a couple of questions that come to mind, and you can just um, shoo me away if I get too personal on anything. But um, let's start with... Um, yeah, gotta start there. Let's start with the loss of your mother at a young sure. age. Um, was there a period where you were mad at God and or just kinda I guess you were so young maybe you couldn't understand, but did you feel like kind of a sense of anger or anything like that going on during those early years? You know, years? I
2: don't think I felt anger. I don't I think I was so young I didn't know what to feel. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't really even know what was going on. Um but as i got older um, i think the overwhelming feeling was i didn't understand why me Mm. you know why not so-and-so's mom why not this person's mom Um, and as i got even older um, i realized that god's timing is perfect Mm. as difficult as that is to understand you know we all lose our parents and He took mine at a very early age, but it was for a purpose, Mm. and I had to trust that his reasoning was good, true, and beautiful. And um, I've had two kids that I've taught this over the past three years, I think, that have lost a parent, Mm. and um, I've been able to kind of pour into them because I've had a similar journey as them, and it's been... It was hard for me to, you know, kind of sit down with them and because i I'm, I I'm miss, I love their parents too. I have a great relationship with all their, all the covenant parents and I knew these, these mothers personally. So it was hard for me to face their children, knowing, you know, how great of a loss that is. But um, I felt like there was purpose in, in God taking my mom at such an early age. If I'm able to pour into these kids as their teacher.
0: Okay, um, so this is Everyday Faith Radio, and we have Caroline Wilkie from the Covenant School with us on the program today. Our hardcore listeners know exactly the Scripture that I'm going to reference now (laughs) because I reference it all the time. It's my favorite. One of my favorites in the entire Bible is Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. My paraphrase of that Scripture is, what the enemy meant for bad, God will use for good. And so, can you see that scripture playing into kind of the footsteps of your life? That that maybe the the passing of your mother um, it it could have devastated you. It could have. It's it's some people don't recover from that um, Mm -hmm. psychologically or spiritually, and um, you know you're 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 down and it's hard to get back up and and see any good and make any sense of that, but yet, as I am listening to your story unfold, I can see how, as painful as that was, I can see the word that you referenced just a moment ago, some beauty that was able to come out of that, kind of some joy that comes out of our suffering. Does that scripture mean anything to you? Sure,
2: absolutely. I mean, when I think of my mom, I think, I think of her right next to God in heaven watching me, and um, you know, I I dwell in that image mm-hmm. of those two just being constantly um, with me and following me and watching every footstep I take and um, just guiding me on the, on the right path. And I, you know, when you're growing up, it's really important to have a mother's love, and you know, I didn't have that, and so I found comfort in knowing that I was loved I am loved by God and Mm. that that's enough and that he's right and that she's right there with him pouring love into me from above.
0: Mm, That's a beautiful message. And this is Everyday Faith Radio. Jeff Gaffney, your host, Caroline Wilkie is our guest today. Um, Caroline, let me ask about this in your faith journey. So a lot of People study theology and study religion, and they get filled with head knowledge and they know a lot about God. But what I have found is it's a whole different situation to know God to know Jesus personally, mm-hmm. on a personal sure. level. And can did, did you see any of that kind of during your time of studying theology and then can, it, can you kind of relate to what I'm talking about?
2: Absolutely. Um, I got, there was a period of time in college where I was just so immersed in memorizing and drilling and killing and flashcards. And then I think there was one time I had over 60 flashcards in front of me and I thought, oh, wait a minute, all of this means nothing if I'm not actually living this out and putting this to good use. Mm-hmm. So I stopped making flashcards, and I found that I was way more at ease um, for, you know, my classes and just learning about religion. And once I kind of stepped back from the drilling, and kill, and the memorization. It allowed me to relax a little bit more and pray more, have time for prayer, because um, mm-hmm. that was something that was a little foreign to me um, until I got to college. Um, so I learned how to pray out loud, which was awesome. And I started doing that a lot more instead of just making flashcards all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: it's, a, it's awesome. Um, wondering as we're heading to the break now, Caroline. If any of our listeners have kind of wandered onto this station this morning, and maybe they're grieving the loss of a loved one—mother, father, parent, sibling, child, whatever it may be—what, um, what would you want to say to them in terms of um, the importance of of faith in going through the the? The grieving, the loss.
2: Sure, um, you know I think of Proverbs three, um, five through six. Uh, Trust in the Lord and <laughs> lean not on your own understanding, and all your ways submit to Him, um, and He will make your path straight. And I feel like I've tried very hard to do that, and it's led me to covenant where my faith has even grown magnificently stronger because of not not only people like your wife, but also the other teachers that are there. Um, so I would just say to, you know, don't be angry because that doesn't get you anywhere. Don't dwell in self-pity, um, but stay rooted in Christ and he will use it for good.
0: Mm. Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6. One of my favorites. Thank you, Caroline, for for bringing that up I'm going to say that one more time as we head to the break trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight beautiful verse um, one that I too have held on to during challenging times and I hope uh, it blesses at least one of our listeners tuning in we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back with more everyday faith radio and our interview with Caroline wilkie please stay with us
1: do you love charlottesville restaurants then do not miss out on this the charlottesville 29 restaurant auctions our area's top restaurants have each created a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience for the highest bidder all to help the hungry is public fish and oyster your favorite there you can have the lobster bake of your dreams or maybe it's maya for their first ever tailgate party with beer run you can create your own charlottesville beer at CNO you can have a celebration dinner for 30 guests and at Dooner's a holiday party for 50. Lampo will even come to your house and build you a pizza oven. Plus there's a raffle for an entire year of bodos. To win these and many more visit charlottesville29.com. Every dollar goes directly to the Blue Ridge Area Food Bank which means you can have the meal of a lifetime while providing thousands more to the area's hungry. Again, charlottesville29.com. That's charlottesville the number 29 29- Join our restaurants in the fight against hunger.
0: And in your out of desperation, do no, you not the only one? Praying, Lord above, I need a miracle. And welcome back to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host, and with us on the program today, we have the Covenant School's everybody's favorite teacher, Caroline Wilkie third grade right third <laughs> yep. guy, I got that right third grade <laughs> teacher at the governance school thank you so much for joining us um, I want to ask um, now about if there was any other time in your life when maybe your faith helped you get through a difficult period or if there was ever a time when you've had to really kind of lean on your faith if anything comes to mind with that
2: sure um Probably very recently, Um, I was in a very challenging relationship and (laughs) thankful to be out, but learned a lot. Um, And, you know, all my friends are getting married, all my friends are having babies. I'm kind of the only single person left. And that's over the past nine months that I've, you know, been single or alone, so to speak. Um, I've had a chance to just finally just relax and also grow closer to God in Mm -hmm. my relationship with God. Um, Especially recently, I had eye surgery and (laughs) I had a lot of time to just sit in the dark. And um, so that led me to a goal that I have kind of created for myself this summer, which is to feel satisfied. Mm. um, And with all the the many blessings that God has given me, I can't even, and especially the people that he's put in my life, um, they have impacted me in ways that I never thought possible. Mm -hmm. Um, And they are there for me physically. They brought me food, they took me to eye doctor appointments, but they're also there to just pray when Mm -hmm. I need somebody to lean on. And so um, I actually, I brought this grace for the moment because I do this with my kids every morning Um, and I was when I could finally see again after my surgery I found one that I really that really spoke to me in this time of being satisfied and the verse that goes with it's called nothing on earth and the verse that goes with it is um, 1 Timothy chapter 6 verses 7 and 8 when we came into the world we brought nothing and when we die we can take nothing out so if we have food and clothes we will be satisfied with that and the description goes on to talk about just how you know when we go on vacation we're always we're always you know at the end of it we're always talking about when we're going to go on the next one and then how we're not happy we're not satisfied um but there's nothing on earth that can satisfy our deepest want which is to see god Mm. um everything in his creation is whispering that we will see him and we won't be content until we do so we have to look for the joys and and the in the day-to-day and, and grasp and hold on to those mm. instead of um, dwelling in things that could be or you know future things and just live for today and live for our relationship with God in the present moment. So that's my goal for this summer is to be satisfied with what I have and just be grateful for my relationship with God.
0: Mm. That's a beautiful goal. Let me ask this question. If somebody again is listening to our program, and this is relationship advice, sure. I'm going to ask you, <laughs> okay. And maybe they find themselves in a relationship that they know is not the right one, mm-hmm. and and yet, you know, fear keeps them trapped in it, and they're you know worried that they can't see around the corner. They don't know. Uh, what what would you say to somebody who who maybe they know in their heart of hearts mm-hmm. that I need out
2: right yep um, trust God I mean it, it is God that lives in your heart and lives in your gut and it's te- and He's telling you what to do and if you feel that you got to trust it mm-hmm. you can't stay trapped in something that you know is not right for you mm-hmm. um, and if, especially if it's keeping you from from living out God or Living out godly things and doing godly things, um, if that's preventing, if your relationship is preventing that, then you know it's time Mm. to move on.
0: Mm. Very good advice. And this is Everyday Faith Radio. We have Caroline Wilkie as our guest on the program today. Well, um, Caroline, I'm going to kind of move around here and some just. Random questions, but sure. you're a very physically fit person. Can you talk about um, just a little bit of your personal interests in terms of where it comes to fitness? And then, you know does does faith at all play any part in your fitness journey? And just kind of tell us about that.
2: Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, to kind of cope with the loss of my mom and having a challenging, you know, home life, so to speak. Um, I turned to not only God, but also to sports and um, found that they challenged me and um, they also fueled that desire to, um, you know, want to achieve all that I could. Uh, So I started playing sports at a very young age, loved them all, but specifically clung to basketball Um, and then, you know, had a great career and then out out of college, I thought great what am I supposed to do now so I've started triathlons um, which has been awesome because it really does you know challenge your body and your mind and I think that one of the strengths and gifts that God has specifically given to me is um, the gift of being athletic Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and so and God wants us to use our strengths Mm -hmm. here on earth and I have found that um, through playing sports, I've loved to not only you know win, but it's not all about winning. Um, but I've also found that I've loved to coach, and so I am you know coaching a couple of sports at Covenant, and um, I feel like God is using me to speak to these young women um, in ways that they might not necessarily get from just being in school mm-hmm. and going to Bible class. Um, so I've really found, I've I've really found a home in coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I f- it's my comfort zone, but sometimes I have to step out of my comfort zone and have conversations with girls that, you know, I necessarily wouldn't want to have. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think fitness is a huge part of my life. And every, every time I achieved, you know, a win or a, or a goal in my sports or my fitness life, I tried very hard to just give God glory give God all the glory. It's mm. kind of a tongue twister mm. um, because he gave me these gifts mm. and he wants me to use them yeah. um, for myself and for others.
0: You yeah, know, it's interesting, the coaching part that you referenced um, because you and I both know being former athletes and well, you're really a current athlete. Um, after a workout, um, as you're coaching, there, there's, there's sort of a, um, I don't know how to describe it, but there's this period of time post workout where kind of all your defenses go down, and I can see as a coach because, because the the players have worked so hard, they're they're you know somewhat exhausted, they're recovering from the workout, and the defenses go down, and there's that moment where things are said when the defenses are down. And I'm wondering if you've kind of experienced that at all because, you know, players will say things, you know, they will reveal a need in their life that they wouldn't normally reveal unless they got to a place post-workout where kind of they they let the guard down and said, you know, I, I gee, coach, um, I'm feeling this way or, I have this going on in my life. Have you kind of experienced any of that in your... Well,
2: <laughs> yes, I coach girls. So
0: <laughs> this <there's a> <laughs> this
2: happens often uh-huh. and um, probably, you know, um, every day almost we have some kind of tears or frustration mm-hmm. or anger or, you know, that we have quite the gamut of emotions. And, you know, the best thing that I feel like gets these girls through those trying, difficult times when they want to give up, when they want to... They just say, what's the point of this? I'm not playing basketball in college. I'm not running in college. And I say, you know, it's that's it's way more than that. It's not just about doing it in college. We need to focus on the here and now. And this is, this is what we need to do. How can we get through that? And they say, well, coach, I don't know. I don't know what to do. So we just stop. We're still. Be still and know that I'm God. And we pray. Mm. We pray together. Um, that's it sweet. relaxes them, it calms them down, it refocuses them, mm. and it's almost like it re-energizes them because mm. they're, f- they're, they're instantly filled with the Spirit mm. um, and ready to go on and take, take on those challenges that we give them.
0: So it's really, I, I like that because I'm envisioning a little bit of this coaching ministry mm-hmm. happening at the same time. Sure. That's yep. really sweet. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, tell me this one because um, most of our listeners know I'm a born-again runner. So I've started running again, ran my first marathon last year, running another one this fall. Um, and I have found the beauty for me that I, well, lots of it, but the, the, the running is not beautiful, trust me. <laughs> um, but when I run... I find that is a wonderful time when I receive lots of downloads from God. I receive, mm-hmm. like, direct messages and revelation from God when I'm running. And it always happens after, you know, it takes me 15 minutes or so to kind of kind of, really kind of get everything moving properly. <laughs> sure. And uh, as I start sweating, some right, right when I break a sweat, That's when the revelation runs for me the entire time when I'm running. I'm wondering if in your training, am am I alone in in that? (laughs) Or do you you feel like you hear from God during some of your intense training?
2: You're absolutely not alone. Um, I find that when I'm running or training during my training runs or during my actual triathlons, all my worries and anxieties are gone mm. because I'm doing what I love. And when your worries are out of out of your system and not, you know, swirling around in your head, you're able to, I feel like you're able to download those messages from God. Mm-hmm. And so specifically on my Ironmans, you know, it's a 1.2 mile swim. It's a 60 mile bike, half Ironman, um, and then a half marathon. I used every mile to pray for somebody different mm. And some of those miles I used to just talk, just have a conversation with God, and I had to do it out loud because it, that's what kept my feet moving. Mm. Um, and I just found that it was a really, I guess, like a sweet time with God, where I wasn't focused on how tired I was or how much my right quad was cramping mm. or, you know, how my shoulder hurt. It was more of a time where I could just relax and, you know, spend some time with Him that I normally otherwise wouldn't get to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs>
0: I I, I uh, found that in the last stretch of the marathon that I ran, the la- well, it you get to mile twenty and you realize that you still have a ten k left sure. to run. Yep, and so that last six miles was um, was a, a, a wild sweet. Ride with God. If if I if I didn't have faith, I would not have made it through mm-hmm. personally through that. But then I then I got done with it, and and after I recovered, I was like, okay, when are we going again? Yeah, let's do it. Yep. It was fun. Well, uh, Caroline, you have been great to have on the program. Um, we're winding up the the show. I'm wondering, are are you? I know that it's probably tough for you this summer not being able to to run a, uh, or or do a triathlon but you're mm-hmm. coping with that okay
2: Yeah mhm trying the best i can with just you know some regular good old fashioned workouts mm-hmm. <laughs> challenging myself um so yeah i'll get there
0: Well, thank you so much, and uh, you're having a tremendous impact uh, on this community. I know your students just love you and uh, your, um, your players that you're coaching. I know you have a huge impact. So I'd like to pray for you and for all of our listeners. May the Lord bless you and keep you.